Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today, especially because I'm talking with someone else who's in the C-Suite Network. Such fun, such fun. I love being able to, to talk with, with people who are part of C-Suite. Um, if you haven't checked it out, folks, be sure to check it out. Lots of great information there, lots of great advisors, and of course, lots of great podcasts. But we're going to be talking about today about how to make sure your business is set to survive when things like, oh, say a pandemic happens or things, I mean, you know, things that, that are more likely you can kind of predict them, but, you know, we, we want to be able to future-proof our businesses. So please join me in welcoming Lisa Levy to our program today. Welcome, Lisa. Deb, thanks so much for having me here. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So Lisa L. Levy is the founder and CEO of L Cubed Consulting, a business that helps organizations elevate through strategic goal achievement. She and her team teach the adaptive transformation framework to savvy business leaders who want to build agility into their operating model to continuously adapt and thrive. She is the number one best-selling author of Future Proofing Cubed. Lisa is a frequent guest expert on multiple media outlets and speaker at business executive conferences. On her rare days off, she also enjoys spending time with her family and hound dogs. So again, Lisa, welcome. Thank you. We have to call out to the hound dogs because in this world that mm -hmm. we're in, they might have an opinion to share with us. I know, I know. Yeah, between the hound dogs and the cats, somebody's going to chime in. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I love it. I love it. Well, I always like getting to know my guests and getting to know how they got from where, you know, they, they started to where they are today and how, you know, how did you discover that this is your passion in life? Mostly by accident. <laughs> Um, I went to college to learn video production okay. and I, I really thought that I wanted to be a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted to grow in that direction. Mm -hmm. And as I graduated, I realized so few people are mm -hmm. highly successful in that field. Right. It's highly competitive. Mm -hmm. And to be a Steven Spielberg, mm -hmm. right. Is it's a moonshot. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of the mid nineties and technology was booming. Mm. And I took my skills in organizing mm -hmm. things, producing, right? It's mm -hmm. you start something, you plan it, you do it, right. you wrap it up. Mm -hmm. uh, audio podcasts, mm -hmm. right? Um, we, we do this. And I took that and I, I, I went looking around and in technology, there's a discipline called project management. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing, mm -hmm. only you're doing it with technology right. and, and not video or audio. And so I was able to kind of shift mm -hmm and say, I can earn an income mm -hmm. and build a career in this space. I know nothing about technology, was not my passion, mm -hmm. but start, middle, end right. made perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that's sort of how it started. And when I was working in professional services and working with clients and even as an internal employee, we would implement systems. Mm -hmm. And the employees who used them hated it. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't what they wanted to do. Right. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. It makes my job harder. Mm -hmm. The way I've always done it, it was 
easier. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, one example of this was with a financial institution, and we were introducing the teller line using a mouse <gasps> instead of function keys on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. I thought the world was going to end. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. These the, these people knew everything. They're mm-hmm. like, it takes us twice as long to interact mm-hmm. with a, a customer. Everything mm-hmm. is harder, harder, harder. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, fast forward six months and oh my God, this is awesome. This right. is so much better. This How come is... we didn't do this sooner? Mm-hmm. But you know, why is it so difficult? Why did technology, which is supposed to make business easier and more efficient, mm-hmm. cause so much pain? Mm-hmm. And that sort of, I like puzzles. Mm-hmm. I like to kind of pull things apart mm-hmm. and understand, you know, and then put them back together more effectively. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of technology is the end. It's not the beginning of a journey. Right. And over time, I really started to understand that it starts with people mm-hmm. understanding their job, mm-hmm. knowing how to do their job meaning then that there's a process Mm -hmm. that is repeatable Mm -hmm. and that if you and I both have the same role, we do it sort of the same Mm -hmm. way so that when you go on vacation, I can cover Mm -hmm. for you and vice versa. Right. Or even better when you win the lottery, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I'm stuck doing a whole lot. And I won't return your phone calls, Mm -hmm. but I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So people plus process, Mm -hmm. then technology Mm -hmm. is where you get efficiency and effectiveness. Mm -hmm. And so often we forget about the first two pieces Mm -hmm. and they're the most important. Mm -hmm. And the people Mm -hmm. are the most important part Mm -hmm. of that equation. And so I, you know, look at people then, right. And you have employees Mm -hmm. and you have customers, Mm -hmm. guess what? They're both people. Right. And they both play a role in all Mm -hmm. of this. And so over my career, it was playing with that kind of equation in different ways Mm -hmm. Until I sort of said, why am I still doing this all the time? And I was in an environment, had a director level job, Mm -hmm. growing company, wonderful things were happening. And each of the C-level executives had a consulting team working for them. Mm -hmm. And they were working in their silos, the sales team. And nobody talked to each other. And the marketing mm-hmm. team, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 they they are reinforcing the separation. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that and went, oh my God, this is absolute insanity. For businesses to grow and thrive, we need to work across functions mm-hmm. because nothing happens alone in a silo. Right. The sales team make all of these promises mm-hmm. and the ops is going. Right. What do we do with marketing is going, but that's not what we've been telling people. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I was like, okay, it was 2008, Mm -hmm. 2009. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm opening up a consulting firm. Mm -hmm. If I can stand this up and do this right now, Mm -hmm. I think I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. And it's grown and evolved a lot over the years. Mm -hmm. Um, My clients and who I work with has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done work in large enterprises, global companies. Mm -hmm. And what I found about two years ago is there's a group of business owners that have good performing businesses Mm -hmm. and they get them to a point Mm -hmm. and they can perform there, Mm -hmm. but they have a hard time going to that next level. Right. And I want to work with those businesses Mm -hmm. because that is an incredible opportunity for them to grow and mm-hmm. do more, mm-hmm. serve more people, 
um, and, and just, you know, break through to that next level that I've changed what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. That's sort of what brought us to, you know, our meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about it, right. And writing a book, future proofing mm-hmm. cubed to kind of talk about a way of doing business that, you know, the secret sauce mm-hmm. in my secret sauce is it's all common knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's just using it differently. And with that mindset of becoming, leading with agility in our management style and leveraging things that we know, but really using them cross-functionally and breaking those silos in large organizations, these concepts exist Mm -hmm. as business functions, Mm -hmm. project management, Mm -hmm. process and performance management, internal controls and organizational change large corporations build large teams of subject matter experts in these areas. And guess what? They reinforce silos as much as anybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. Adaptive transformation takes all of these things Mm -hmm. and we go horizontally through the organization. Mm -hmm. We teach some basic skills and capabilities Mm -hmm. because I honestly believe, and Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go with project management because that's where I started It's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. It is understanding that there is a problem or an opportunity that you're going Mm -hmm. after, planning how you're going to achieve it, doing the work, correcting along Mm -hmm. the way, but getting to an end. Mm -hmm. People understand start something, finish something. And whether you are a payroll clerk or a you know software developer, Mm -hmm. understanding along the way that you're going to do projects Mm -hmm. and sometimes they may just be yours to lead mm-hmm. and you don't have to go and be certified and have all the education. If you just understand mm-hmm. some basic skills mm-hmm. and you have some basic capabilities, we can do a lot. Mm-hmm. And as we see that in with, you know, the other practices as executive teams have in the best of times, right? Brilliant new ideas, mm-hmm. grand vision, and we're going here. Right. The teams can say, absolutely. Uh-huh. We can plan to get there. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to invest in an infrastructure of people who, who lead you through something you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. The other part that I want to talk a little bit about is that organizational change mm-hmm. component, because mm-hmm. that's the people. We are naturally resistant to change as human beings. Mm-hmm. Right. It's scary. Right. And we like routine. Mm-hmm. We like the consistency of kind of understanding these are the things that I mm-hmm. do and you know, and there's a flow and a mm-hmm. rhythm. And when they get blown up, we, we pull away mm-hmm. and we withdraw. Mm-hmm. And then we start to say, no, mm-hmm. can't do it. And that so, way. Mm-mm. no, but we can actually, you know, think differently. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to learn how to embrace uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And as the, you know, the best of times with the vision, the mm-hmm. worst of times with the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Everybody was sent home Mm -hmm. to do work. Mm -hmm. I was with a client organization as that was happening and they had to send their call center home. Oh, (laughs) the call center agents were in the office employees. Mm -hmm. They didn't have laptops. They didn't have connectivity. They Mm -hmm. didn't have, nor had they ever done work without a floor supervisor walking around. Right. Mm -hmm mass panic. Mm -hmm. 
but they didn't have a choice. They had to keep those phones open and they had to keep, they had to be there for their customers. They were ever present. That is a huge lift. And that is a lot of fear and uncertainty. And, oh, my three-year-old is wandering around and the dog is barking in the Mm -hmm. background. And we have all learned how to adapt in the Mm -hmm. last year because we had to. Mm -hmm. But what if we had been ready to do that? Right. What if our people were prepared for, yeah, there is something that's coming. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it is, but when it happens, Mm -hmm. we're there, Mm -hmm. we'll do it. Right. And even if you're just thinking, what if it's a week, you know, maybe the sprinklers Mm -hmm. go off in our building, you know, and, and so for a Mm -hmm. week we can't get in, um, you know, yeah, just all of those things. Right. And so with the adaptive transformation framework, we're building in that, influence and it it starts to seed in it's part of culture the Mm -hmm. the idea of agility Mm -hmm. um what we do today is going to look different in six months Mm -hmm. it's going to look different 12 months after Mm -hmm. that and so on because if it doesn't Mm -hmm. the likelihood is our business is not growing and thriving Mm -hmm. and if we stagnate and then we fall back that's that's not Mm -hmm. good so the idea of our practice is really tuning the business operating teams Mm -hmm to be willing to go forward. Mm -hmm. They don't have to know what that forward is. They just have the tools and the capabilities Mm -hmm. to do it. Right. You know, and, and the pandemic showed so many businesses, the good, the bad, the ugly, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and I I don't think anybody would have ever, I, I, one of my favorite memes that I see floating across Facebook is the one that said, you know, five years ago, if somebody said, where are you going to be in five years? This was not what we would have said. Um, You know, and, and even when we started the process, remember they told us two weeks, we're going to send everybody home for two weeks. And at the time I thought, there's no way. Um, now, you know, did I think it was going to be a year? Actually, fairly, you know, by about May, I did. But, um, but yeah, initially, and and when when we realized, okay, this is a glo- a global, truly a global pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people figured out. I think a lot of companies figured out we don't know what our employees do. You know, and which, I mean, that's, that's not necessarily a negative because it means that their, that their employees are, uh, you know, they're empowered. They, you know, they're, they're able to do, you know, it's not like they have to go in and say, Lisa, what do I do now? Lisa, I did that. Now, what do I do now? You know, they, they, they know what they're supposed to be doing. And so they do all those things, but, but yeah, when you had to really stop and figure out what the heck do they do? Companies didn't know. Um, you know, and, and, and that had to be just mass panic. And the other thing, right. The other duties as assigned. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Those little things that somebody does Mm -hmm. that aren't documented or understood, but Mm -hmm. if that somebody stops doing Mm -hmm. them, the wheels fall off. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. How do we make these things more prevalent and Mm -hmm. make sure that they're understood Mm -hmm. And you, you're leading me into this conversation and, and I love the process portion of it, mm-hmm. right? Understanding what processes are, having some documentation mm-hmm. and understanding, right? has all sorts of advantages mm-hmm. for a company. Mm-hmm. It helps you onboard new employees, backfill and cover mm-hmm. when, you know, somebody's right. out when, when they have mm-hmm. COVID 
and you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen or they win the lottery and they're mm-hmm. gone. Right. It's good, mm-hmm. but it, it's not the answer to everything mm-hmm. because they're, it's almost impossible to always have it actually totally current and up to date. Right. And there's always right. a handful of those little things mm-hmm. that somebody does mm-hmm. that makes everything work. Mm-hmm. But having some of it is better than having none of it. Mm-hmm. And looking at it, you know, regularly to mm-hmm. kind of fill in some of those gaps along the way is important. Mm-hmm. But it also helps you identify and see the gaps between teams. Right. And so, you know, I will happily evangelize the power and the necessity of having process. Mm-hmm. And then I will also tell you that when a year like 2020 happens, you also have to feel comfortable enough with your people and your ability to empower them to say that, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. all of this process stuff mm-hmm. doesn't work right now. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it allows us to make decisions mm-hmm. and, you know, there are some clients and some you know situations over the last year where we had built really comprehensive policy process procedures. Mm -hmm. We had internal controls so that we could mitigate risk to the Mm -hmm. organization, minimize the uh, uh, possibility of fraudulent activities. Mm -hmm. And we've done all of these things and they're very important things. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It slowed down their ability to get PPE. It Mm -hmm. slowed down their ability to do things Mm -hmm. that were a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, and I said, you know, it's time to stop doing all of those things Mm -hmm. because you need what you need. Mm -hmm. And, you know, are you concerned that somebody is trying to game the system? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they're like, no, we just need our stuff. Mm -hmm. I said, well, then get the stuff. Right. So, you know, as much as I will go down the path of, you've got to have the structure to play with and understand so Mm -hmm. that you know that the right things are happening for Mm -hmm. the right reasons. As a leadership team, you also have to be confident in those people that when the time comes to say, we're throwing the rule book out, mm-hmm. you throw it out on purpose right. for you know a duration of time. Mm-hmm. And then when you come back to it, mm-hmm. you apply lessons learned. Right. Yeah. You meld How, the two. Right. How did we do things faster? Mm-hmm. Were they more effective? Mm-hmm. Should that be our go forward? Mm-hmm. And, and have that. So, right. I've already talked a little bit about how with our consulting practice, we influence culture Mm -hmm. and the idea of being Mm -hmm. agile and that agility. We're also building that mindset of continuously improving. Mm -hmm. And so you, we do need to look at what happens, Mm -hmm. handoffs between teams Mm -hmm. again, right. Cross-functional understand where there's value add and where Mm -hmm. there's waste Mm -hmm. and, you know, waste is time, money, energy, Mm -hmm your patience, mm-hmm. right? Where are those, mm-hmm. those, those points? And it's a continuous journey. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that is ever 100% mm-hmm. baked and complete. Right. Unless you're using robotic automation and right. even that even gets that. tweaked over mm-hmm. time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, some of that is okay. What if the power goes out, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's just all sorts of things that, and many of them, people really just don't stop and, and think about, you know, because it's never happened before. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so it's, yeah, I mean, there's never been a pandemic. There's, you know, for some people, there's never been a flood. There'd never been, you know, all sorts of things that, you know, it has never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have the basics, then you can deal with the big stuff, um, you know, and, and you, you mentioned silos and, and I always have to, to laugh at that because I haven't been in, you know, corporate America for over 20 years. And silos drove me nuts. And, and I still deal with silos, right? You know, because I'm working with, with companies and, and you've got this department and this department and this department and never do those departments talk to mm-hmm. each other. And, you know, uh, there's a variety of reasons for that. Not the least of which is job security. I mean, you know, marketing doesn't want to talk to sales because they might determine, oh, we really don't need all of that or, you know, all of these various things. And then the same thing with, you know, telling people the processes. Well, if I tell you every step I take, then somebody else can do it. You know, and, you know, that's just, but, you know, we we still have to get all that out there. Well, right. Again, it's that I want to protect my value proposition. Mm -hmm. Right. I have my Superman cape mm-hmm. and I wear it to perform this heroic act mm-hmm. every quarter. Mm-hmm. And I take great pride in it. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we actually could do that a different way? There's mm-hmm. a, there's a technology system that can do that. Right. And I could do something so much cooler mm-hmm. with that time that right. would mm-hmm. benefit me more, mm-hmm. benefit the company more, benefit mm-hmm. our customer more. And we put our little blinders on and we forget about the opportunity. But this is the way we've always done it. Yes. You know, and and I think that should be like in every CEO's office. This is the way we've always done it, you know, in in needlepoint, right? Because, you know, one of the big reasons why they, that is such a mantra is of course cost. Mm -hmm. If we change, it's going to cost time, money, people, I mean, all those various things. And, you know, the, the tricky part is in realizing, okay, there's maybe an initial investment, but it could save in the long run. Or as you said, it could free people up to do something way cool. I mean, all of those things, you know, they forget that, yeah, as you said, you know, there's the beginning, the middle and the end, the end might really be cool. The end might really be cool. And right. The way we've always done it evolves over time without thought, right? Right. It just, it it happens Mm -hmm. for me in my consulting practice. That is my favorite phrase Mm -hmm. because I hear they have an opportunity to improve. Right. And let me be snarky for a minute. I also hear billable hours. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's work. They they need help or they would have done it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. There there's work to be done there. Um, but it is, it's really, it's that opportunity moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you haven't looked at that in six months, six Mm -hmm. years, 60 years, Mm -hmm. I promise you there's opportunity for efficiency gains with probably no significant investment and just Mm -hmm. communicating better. Mm -hmm. Um, the number of times I've worked with clients and we go down this path and we find that wasted time and energy and somebody spends hours every month putting mm-hmm. together this report. I've been doing this report for the last right. five years. Mm-hmm. Why do you do that report? Because the person who trained me had been doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, okay, who uses it? Well, I send it to so-and-so. Right. But. <laughs> so then I go and talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Deb, every month you get this report. What do you do with it? 
I file it. Uh, yeah, I, I print it and it goes in that file folder over there. Or maybe I forward it, but I'm not real sure. <laughs> right. And, and you start to, you know, you, you just start peeling the onion or pulling the thread. I, I can do, I can kill an analogy. Um, but as you, you follow the trail, right. And you look at the time that I invested doing it meant mm -hmm. I needed something from somebody else. And right. Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, every month we're spending a hundred hours mm -hmm. on something that has no value right. to anyone. Right. How crazy is that? Mm -hmm. And those things manifest so quickly mm -hmm. in an organization. I was talking with a group, um, younger company, mm -hmm. been around for fewer than five years. Mm. Well, that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. It's already like, there. What? <laughs> it's already there. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, because mm -hmm. that's the way that, you know, mm -hmm. Bob so said so. we had to do it. Yeah. And it, I mean, mm -hmm. it manifests so quickly. Mm -hmm. and get so ingrained and, and it's almost like a treasured thing and it's nonsense. Right. Right. So, well, and especially when they don't know why or what the purpose is or all of those things. I mean, because, you know, there are some of those things that this is the way we've always done it. It might actually still need to be the way they've always done it, you know, and, and, but you know, maybe it is something that can be tweaked. Maybe, you know, all of those various things, um, you know, it's interesting because one of the things that I was thinking about is, as we were talking about this is the things we do really well also are going to start bubbling to the top being, mm -hmm. you know, when you're studying all of this. And, and I was thinking of, you know, I live in Atlanta, land of Chick-fil-A yes. and, um, you know, and, and they've always kind of had their processes down pretty good. But the first time I went to the drive-through on a Chick-fil-A, you know, yeah, this was probably June, June of last year. So the pandemic mm -hmm. had been going for quite a while and they had five drive-through lanes, five. And we were in and out and, and, and they were full. I mean, this was not, you know, this, this was like lunchtime. We were in and out in 15 minutes. I mean, you talk about a well-oiled machine. And so clearly what they did was they went, okay, we're good at this. How can we expand it? So they knew what they, they clearly knew what their processes were because you can't expand it and make it better or, you know, right. all those things if you don't know how you're doing it. And, you know, so they, they did. And, and then, you know, I had to laugh last week. Um, you know, I, I had mentioned to you, I'm from Colorado. So I, you know, on Facebook, I still follow all the, you know, lots of, of Colorado media and all these things. And so they were having a, 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 a vaccination clinic and it was a drive-through thing, you know, and, and you were supposed to have, um, you know, they were thinking they would get a thousand cars through in, in the day. And so, you know, I'm, I'm reading up on this and, and the wait was at least an hour just to get through the line. Mm -hmm. And a Chick-fil-A manager went up and said, we need to do this different. And they paid attention to him, which is of course, one of the other really important things. And he had it down just like that to a 15 minute wait. Um, you know, and I mean, people were just like, oh my gosh. And so they took processes that they knew worked and they expanded on it. And, and that's, that's part of why we need to knew, know these processes. Yeah. Innovation out of necessity has been, you know, another mm -hmm. theme, right? That's right. the positive mm -hmm. theme coming out of 2020. In the restaurant world, um, the idea that, you know, kitchens are not supporting a full sit down mm -hmm. right. um, mm -hmm. experience any mm -hmm. longer means that there's capacity in those kitchens. 
And I was reading an article and I'm, I'll share the story. It's not mine, but it, it was really interesting. And it talks to this innovation. Mm-hmm. A restaurant ownership group in the Phoenix Valley, they have mm-hmm. several large restaurants and they have capacity in all of their kitchens. Mm-hmm. So they are lighting up for online brands mm-hmm. for delivery only, mm-hmm. but they're serving them out of those existing mm-hmm. kitchens. Right right? Using the same basic ingredients that they have for their regular menu. Mm -hmm. And one is an Asian theme. One is an Italian theme, you know, one, you know, whatever, there Mm -hmm. was like four Mm -hmm. or five of them just packaging recipes in slightly different ways than their normal menu, but getting their kitchens up to a hundred percent capability and driving revenue in new and different ways, Mm -hmm. because they have the staff, they don't need servers. And, you know, they were, Mm -hmm. they, they're turning it on and it's, innovation in real time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, to, to see, you know, and, and obviously it's very tragic for the businesses that, that have closed um, and especially hospitality. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, that just, that, that really did come to, you know, many crashing, you know, halts right there. Um, but, you know, to see the ones pivot, right. That was the key word. That's the big word. Um, so, you know, when they looked at it and went, Hey, let's do this different. Mm-hmm. That was what was so cool about it, um, you know, and and uh, and and mainly it was restaurants. I mean, they were the ones that went, okay, well, we're going to have to deliver, you know. Yeah. So our servers are now going to be our drivers, um, you know, all of these various things. And you know, I'm sure that there was an awful lot of, as my mother would say, wailing and gnashing of the teeth, um, because that's not the way they've always done it. But you know, it was okay. We can either switch or we can close. And that's what it came down to. Absolutely. And, you know, these aren't new things, right? Mm -hmm. This experience, you know, that's kind of driving our conversation Mm -hmm. with the pandemic is unwanted disruption. Mm -hmm. But there are business disruptors out there who disrupt in a very positive way, right? Mm -hmm. The growing, the the business. Mm -hmm. Um, Towards the end of last year, one of the really interesting ones that I was watching. And if I'm going to roll it back to the beginning of the Mm -hmm. story, right. In the 1990s, when you were on your way home from work on a Friday afternoon, Mm -hmm. I'm going to wager that sometimes you stopped at Blockbuster to try and pick up a movie. Right. Right. Wanted the new release, needed Mm -hmm. entertainment for Mm -hmm. the weekend. I, I planned my Fridays very deliberately to try and beat the rush. Mm -hmm. Cause you didn't want that empty box. Oh, that's that's so frustrating. (laughs) And then what are you going to do, right? Right. <laughs> That's your entertainment for the night. You know, then all of a sudden Netflix was sending us the DVDs to our mailboxes. Mm-hmm. Then they were sending it to our computers. Mm-hmm. And now we have streaming devices, our mm-hmm. TVs, our game players mm-hmm. or whatever, right? The, the streaming media that we have access to is just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. Last year, right? It, it went through the roof. Right. Because we were stuck at home. We were stuck at home and our movie theaters were not accessible mm-hmm. for most of the year and still, you know, limited mm-hmm. capacity, mm-hmm. depending on where you are. Some are open, some aren't, some closed and mm-hmm. may never return, mm-hmm. right? The industry entertainment changed, but there are still innovators out there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you were doing for Christmas, but HBO Max mm-hmm. and Warner Brothers partnered and released Wonder Woman Right. On Christmas mm-hmm. Day, mm-hmm. live in theaters mm-hmm. or streaming to your mm-hmm. home through the HBO app. Yep. Revolutionary. Mm-hmm. 
forward thinking enough that they, you know, the deal is designed Warner for, you know, pairing through 2021, mm -hmm. one movie a month mm -hmm. co-release with, with HBO. Right. That is innovating mm -hmm. on demand right. and disrupting mm -hmm. within the disruption. Mm -hmm. right. um, yeah. So there are great examples mm -hmm. of good things that are happening mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And I really want leaders and business mm -hmm. owners to be on that leading edge, the mm -hmm. ones who are choosing to disrupt for mm -hmm. their customers' benefit, right. for their business mm -hmm. growth, and not the you know kind of reacting on mm -hmm. our heels because something happened to us. Mm -hmm. And I it's that's you know the passion that I mm -hmm. find and what I do is getting to that point mm -hmm. and right. helping others be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the things that it has definitely shown is who are good leaders are, mm -hmm. you know, uh, leader, manager, you know, whatever you want to call them at, at the, the businesses, you know, because we all had the micromanagers who all of a sudden had nobody they could micromanage, <laughs> you know, right? Um, and, you know, and, and there were people that they said, well, we can't send people home to work. How can we manage them? They'll screw around. And I said, you know, if you don't trust them at home, then you probably didn't trust them at work either, right? You know, there there was something there. And mm -hmm. so, you know, this is, is probably not a bad thing. But, um, you know, and, and I think we discovered that, oh, yeah, you know, that person really was the leader, even though they didn't have that title. But they were the, the ones who, you know, and, and so I think that's been one of the fun shifts to see is, you know, where they've you know, really figured out, oh, you know, this, this is how things have been working around here. And I think that there are superstars who are visible in mm -hmm. businesses that weren't before. Right. They may have been shielded from mm -hmm. view because somebody else was taking credit mm -hmm. and there's nothing worse than a bad boss. Right. And that's, we could have a whole nother hour mm -hmm. on that mm -hmm. topic alone. But I think that there are people who are rising up and showing, hey, I've been here all along mm -hmm. and you know, let's, let's mm -hmm. do more and mm -hmm. that they can really be valued mm -hmm. for their true contribution and are, you know, showcasing mm -hmm. strengths that people mm -hmm. may not have known they had. And, right. and these are the things we need, you know, we mm -hmm. need to celebrate. There was mm -hmm. a lot about the last year that's been very taxing and draining and, but there are great mm -hmm. things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Right. Also. Right. Yeah. You know, and we, we talk about knowing how your how things function at your company. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and and I think that's one of the things that so many companies don't know. Um, years ago, I started a uh, a crisis management firm. It was after September 11th, and I thought, you know, hey, let's let's do this. And so, one of the things we did was we went through companies, and and very similar with what you were doing. You know, okay, walk us through this process. You know, what needs to be, you know, if, if, you know, if you drop dead tomorrow, if you win the lottery, if you go on vacation, what are the things that need done? You know, and, and all of these various things. And it was so interesting to see what came out of it. You know, one, one of the things that we discovered was one of the absolute most critical functions was the mail room. And, you know, and everybody's like, well, those are the lowest paid people. And blah, 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 blah. and we're like, yeah, but if they don't, and, and this was, you know, when we discovered yeah. this is this company, it was, it was an insurance company. We said, but if somebody's not there to get those checks so that they can be deposited in the bank, there's no company. And they all went, oh, <laughs> and then, you know, one of the other ones that we were talking, we were talking to the legal team. 
mysteriously were downplaying their roles. You know, most of the time, you know, you're thinking, and they did, that. Ah, anybody can do our job. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and, and then one, one said, well, yeah, there is that report that we file every month. And we went, oh, oh, report. And they said, yeah, it's a report that goes into the, the state. We said, okay, what happens if that report doesn't get filed? And they said, oh, the company ceases to exist. And we went, okay, that would be a critical type of thing. And, but it, it, it comes back to, that was something that they always did. They mm-hmm. knew it had to be done on the last business day of the, the month. They just, you know, somebody did it and it filed and, and away it went. And so they didn't even think of it as critical anymore. It was just, okay, the last day you, yeah. you file it and away it goes. But, but yeah, it would have stopped the insurance license, you know, whatever you had to, to operate in the state. And, but it was so funny because they didn't think of it as critical. Of course, everybody else did, um, you know, and, and yeah, so that's where it's fun to delve into those practices and those, those, you know, and, and see, oh, this really is what's going on. And, and, you know, for those who were worried about their jobs, it's, it's exactly what you were saying. You know, there people are like, oh, you did that. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy schmoly. Um, you know, and, and so that's, what's cool about all of it. Yeah, it is. Um, you were telling that story and I was thinking back to an experience earlier in my career, um, actually working for one of our C-suite network mm-hmm. hero club members, mm-hmm. uh, not at the time, but is now mm-hmm. we did, you know, disaster recovery planning, mm-hmm. lots of businesses do right. it. You did it with the crisis management team, mm-hmm. but the corporate office headquarters for this company is kind of at the end of a runway mm. at an airport. Uh-oh. So our disaster scenario was right. the plane crashes into yeah. the building There's and no building. Mm-hmm. what happens? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these are important exercises to do there. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't necessarily want to think mm-hmm. about them, but these events can come mm-hmm. from anywhere. And mm-hmm. that was very much from a technology perspective. How did mm-hmm. we keep that business running? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, this idea of being ready for mm-hmm. the, the unknown mm-hmm it is important. And that legal team, I'm willing to wager that the executive, the CEO owner mm-hmm. of that insurance company did not know that there was a report that had to be filed no. every month or their business would cease to exist. Right. Had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know, and then we discover the little things, right? You know, the, 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 and some of that is kind of that human interaction thing. Um, you know, I've, I've heard so many people say, and you know, we've probably gone through this ourselves too, is, to not have those face-to-face communications, you mm-hmm. know, to, to not be able to say, Hey, just show, show me on your monitor real quick. Um, you know, and, and it's like, oh, okay, I have to do a zoom. I have to, I have to share my screen. Wait a minute. I don't have the most current software. When, you know, a year ago you walked over to their cubicle and they went doink, yeah. doink on their monitor. And, and that was it. Um, you know, and, and so I think that's the other thing that we're discovering is how much, we need that, that interaction. And now we're having to figure out, okay, if we're not going to have that, how do we function? Definitely. And, you know, I, I firmly believe that in, you know, the need for face-to-face in-person interaction mm-hmm. is real. Mm-hmm. I mean, we human, we're just we're social, social critters. We're, we're social creatures. Mm-hmm. I pride myself on being an introvert mm-hmm. and that I can just hole away in my space mm-hmm. and I am happy as can be. Mm-hmm. It's been almost a year mm-hmm. and I'm losing my mind, 
Right? Oh, yeah. I, I want to go out and interact and, and be in social situations. We get a lot of that interpersonal interaction at work mm-hmm. and, and with the, you know, the people that we work mm-hmm. with. And it's great that we can Zoom and mm-hmm. we can do these things. There's going to be a future state that is a hybrid mm-hmm. and people will be remote some of the time and there will be places to go. I don't know that the traditional office mm-hmm. will return quite the same way. Right. Um, you know, thinking about cubicles and social distance and things, I think mm-hmm. everything's going to change mm-hmm. again. Um, I don't have any great insight into what that looks like, but I'm curious about how that's oh, going to yeah. come to be mm-hmm. um, because I think it's going to be better. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to go to their cubicles and hide away and do mm-hmm. stuff and maybe occasionally have some interaction. Mm-hmm. People are going to go to come together in right. person with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they might only be in the office two yeah. days a week. And it's going to be planned and with a, a reason and an outcome. And I think that we will become more efficient and more effective in mm-hmm. how we interact mm-hmm. and I am curious to watch that evolve and Mm -hmm. see how that takes us forward Mm -hmm. um, because I believe it will. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many companies that, that I know are probably going to go, you know, we don't need this thousand square foot office, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, and, and, you know, my, maybe we need a little space where people come once a week or, you know, whatever, Um, you know, once they got everybody technology, I mean, that was, that was the thing is, you know, everybody, you know, so many people just, you know, you were there on Friday and Monday, you weren't. And, you know, if you didn't take what you needed home, you were in trouble, Um, you know, and, and I mean, and, and, you know, so once that kind of, got itself settled out. And that took a while because, you know, especially, you know, I home office was not a big deal for me. My husband does not home office. So he had to set up a home office. So we didn't have anything, um, you know, and, and, you know, and, and they were able to go in and get equipment and, and, you know, mm-hmm. all of these various things, but, you know, for so many people, they really, you know, there's, they're still at their kitchen table having to, yes. you know, because they, they didn't have space and, and they've got, you know, the four-year-old and the 16-year-old and, you know, and, and, you know, all of these various things that are around them. And, and so, you know, but it, it's, it has settled, you know, I think, I think we, you know, finally in about August, I think mm-hmm. we all went, okay, fine. <laughs> you know, this is what it's going to be like. Um, you know, and, and we figured out, okay, you know, this, this really is how we're going to function. But, you know, to, to come back to what we've been talking about, now it is figuring out, okay, what are the next steps? You know, how do we, we continue with this if we can't ever go into the office again, or if we only go in once a day or, you know, once a week, you know, all of those various things. And, you know, I think that's one of those things really is going to be that we can't really have those silos anymore. You know, we have to be communicating with each oh, other. Oh, yes. Um, you know, and, and, and I know that the people who, you know, built their entire career on being the manager of, you know, whatever, you know, sorry. <laughs> you know. There, there are people who, yeah, their ineffectiveness will, mm-hmm. will shine through. Mm-hmm. And, and there, you know, there are going to be organizational shifts and mm-hmm. there are going to be role changes and, and, and it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good, you know, ultimately for everybody. Mm-hmm. 
to, right. you know, kind of shine the spotlight mm-hmm. and say, you know, what's working, what's mm-hmm. not working mm-hmm. and, and how do we improve on it? How do we get, you know, better Wi-Fi in our homes? Mm-hmm. How do we make sure that our mm-hmm. internet service is, is capable of mm-hmm. streaming multiple video calls mm-hmm. and school Zooms and, you know, all of these mm-hmm. other things? It, it will all stabilize. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are places, right? We have, obviously we haven't given credit enough to the essential workers who have mm-hmm. been working. Oh yeah. Who are there. Yeah. From day one, you know, our, you know, our medical, um, you know, state mm-hmm. and local, uh, you know, law enforcement, mm-hmm. fire teachers, grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There. Hallelujah. I could, you know, I have outsourced, I, I pick up, they load it in the back of my car. Mm-hmm. I haven't been inside a building again, like in a year. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everybody who mm-hmm. does that. Right. The rest of us, you know, who are working at home are mm-hmm. learning how to do it and how to do it better. Mm-hmm. And we're learning how to do it across larger geography. Mm-hmm. Um, a year ago, if the, you know, we hadn't been sort of in the circumstances, Deb, we would never have met. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We, and we wouldn't be having this conversation mm-hmm. today because our world in this, in mm-hmm. this space has afforded us to meet new people mm-hmm. and have different interactions, mm-hmm. um, in ways that we didn't before. Mm-hmm. And that's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the way we have adapted in so many ways has been so cool to watch. Um, you know, I, the last in-person networking thing I went to was March 12th. Okay. of last year, you know, and, and it was, I just looked out of curiosity on my calendar to, to see what it was. And, you know, and, and, and the last meeting meeting I had with somebody was like the week before that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're coming up on a year yeah. of, of functioning totally different, but you know, what we've done is, is, as you said, we've expanded how we do business. You know, we're, we're doing online. I'm doing far more. I'm trying to do at least one a week. It kind of averages out um, more C-suite events, you know, and that's been one of the things that they adapted, you know, they started adding more events and a lot of organizations are, you know, later on tonight, I'm going to be doing this thing and it's, I just can't even imagine how this is going to be. So this is through the university of Colorado, which is I'm, I'm an alum. My husband is an alum of CU and we are going to be participating. just watching um, what they call the three M. And so these are doctoral students defending their thesis in three minutes. And, you know, and, and now we, they still have the full defense and, and all mm-hmm. of those various things, but this is, you know, this, this cool thing where they're just, they're condensing it into a three minute quick, 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 quick presentation. Um, you know, you never would have thought of this a year ago. I think this is going to be one of the coolest things. Um, you know, I'm a big college sports fan. We actually, even though we live in Atlanta, still have our Colorado football tickets hopefully we get to go to games again at some point. Um, but, you know, so what we've been doing is virtual tailgates. Those mm-hmm. are great, you know, and, but the cool thing is I'm here in Atlanta participating in stuff that's taking place in Colorado. And we're seeing that happening, whether it's business, whether it's fun, you know, the school programs. I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day who she was telling me, oh my gosh, I'm taking classes at Harvard. I'm like, really? What are you taking? She said, I don't care. I don't care. They're just online classes. I'm taking them at Harvard. 
Um, you know, the fact that universities have had yes. to go, okay, we're going to do e-learning, um, you know, and so we can do that. Somebody from, you know, foreign countries can be taking these classes. We can be taking classes, you know, from, from, you know, schools, you know, that are in, you know, wherever else in the world. Uh, to me, that's been so cool to see how we all, you know, we all kind of went, uh, and then we went, okay, now what can we do? you know, what can we, how can we grasp this? And that is, is one of the coolest things. That's, that's what I just love seeing everybody doing. Absolutely. And the, you know, and conversations from a business perspective for me, right. To mm -hmm. do business outside of Arizona, mm -hmm. you know, you get on a plane, you go, you have right. a couple of meetings, maybe you sign a deal, maybe you don't, but there's a lot of time mm -hmm. invested in, in getting that right. and time, money, energy, mm -hmm. We can have this kind of conversation, you know, it, it, it takes as long as the, the conversation takes right. and, you know, there's no travel time and there's no, you know, overhead of that, mm -hmm. that, you know, experience. The last in-person experience I had was with the C-suite network. Mm -hmm. It was my first experience with the C-suite and. Um, you jinxed it. This is you. <laughs> I, it was March 3rd or 4th. Mm -hmm. I was in New York, um, recording my bestseller TV interview for my book launch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that as I was leaving JFK, the news was reporting the first cases mm -hmm. of, of coronavirus mm -hmm. in Manhattan. And so, yes, the, I have weathered this experience with the C-suite network and, um, watched that evolution. Mm -hmm. It's been just fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, and it really is cool, you know, that, that we're adapting that, but we're also, you know, part of that too, is we were also discovering, oh my God, how much time we wasted, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and especially in things like networking, yeah. you know, uh, you, you drove for at least a half an hour, you chit chatted for 45 minutes or so you ate, you saw maybe hopefully a good program and then you drove for another half an hour. So, you know, all of these things that were half a day out of your, your day are gone, you know, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure I'll ever really go again. I mean, I used to do a networking thing like that once a week. And part of that was, I mean, I just enjoyed it. Clearly I am a social creature. Um, and so I like getting out, you know, there's, there's only so much my dogs and my cats can, can, you know, achieve for me. And, but it's like, oh, you know, I miss seeing the people but I don't miss anything else about it. You know, if it's, you know, if, if I want that education, that program, well, that person's probably doing a webinar or they're doing a podcast. And so I can watch it there or somebody else, you know, and, and so, yeah, I'm it's, business as usual is gone. Um, and is. that's, what's going to be fun to see is how everybody really changes. I love, I, I want to approach everything as sort of an experiment. Mm -hmm. I don't know what all of the outcomes are going to be. And so, yes, mm -hmm. I am, I am very curious to mm -hmm. see how we, how we adapt, how we thrive and, you know, kind of what comes next and how mm -hmm. we're better prepared mm -hmm. for the next thing right. because it's out there. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing that I think people tend to forget is yes, the pandemic was a big thing that, you know, that, that happened that really did affect everybody. But, you know, the, you know, when, when PCs were invented, desktop PCs, I mean, that drastically changed. Um, you know, I remember working in an office where we had a dumb terminal. In other words, we just had the keyboard and a monitor 
the computer mm-hmm. was in a totally different room. And, you know, and, and so we just typed, typed, typed it and away it went, um, you know, and, and so when, when we had the computer at our desk, oh my God, and then a laptop, remember the first laptops that you could not carry. I I was like, I'm sorry, a 20 pound computer is not what you're going to be carrying around. Um, And you you want to go further back as he said, hello, it's called the industrial revolution. So, you know, we, we have taken these things and, and changed as we've gone. And yeah, you know, there have been some things that haven't worked, but we've, we've adapted and we've gone on, Um, you know, and, and I think that's, what's fun about this is seeing that, but, it, it comes back though to exactly what you do and that's making sure people know those processes and, and everything that goes into it. So when something happens, you know, it's, it's easier to, to make that, that change. Absolutely. Right. You want to, you know, that agility and management and leadership mm-hmm. is important mm-hmm. and being able to, to make those changes. Mm-hmm. But when we get good at it, mm-hmm. Then we get to start anticipating, mm-hmm. right? So then we're leading right. into it mm-hmm. and, and it is, it's a good and wonderful mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I'll throw the obvious names, right? Elon Musk, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. These are people, uh, Richard Branson. Mm-hmm. These guys do this naturally. Right. It's how they're right. wired. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean the rest of us can't learn. No. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you know, and uh, yeah, and that predicting, you know, n- knowing, okay, well, you know, we've we've done this and this is this with technologies. Therefore, the next obvious thing to happen would be this. I mean, you know, maybe it's flying cars, maybe it's you know, whatever. You know, yeah. you you just kind of know this is how things are going to happen. And you know, and and that's where those those visionary people, you know, they're continually taking in that information. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're reading, they're consuming all of that. And so it doesn't just leap up and hit them that, you know, oh, okay, well, you know, everybody's going to have electric cars now. Really? Since when? <laughs> so, but cool. Well, oh my gosh, you know, this, this has been so much fun and we only have about five minutes left. You know, I want people to, to see your book. So you have to be Vanna because I just have the digital version. So show us your book. It's called Future Proofing Cubed. And, you know, it's, it's a great book. It's got, um, it's got great examples. You know, when you read through it, you, and it doesn't matter if you're a very small business, even a one person business. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm basically a one person business. There were things as I was reading it that I thought, I should be thinking about this Um, because none of us, even in our, you know, our little spare bedrooms, we're not operating. And I'm going to bring that word back in silos. You know, we have our CPAs, we have our marketing people, we have all of those various things. And so it's, you know, we're not just functioning completely by ourselves. So that's where it's great to be thinking about these processes. But, you know, if you're a bigger company and you're really struggling with all of this, tell us how you can work with people and, and you know, what, what your process is and, and you know, and, and then at the end, how they can reach out to you. Absolutely. So I am like so many others right now, bringing content to market. There Mm -hmm. will be online briefings, um, workshops and webinars that people can Mm -hmm. participate in to get a feel for what do I mean by adaptive transformation? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Everything's an experiment. Um, you know, there are things we can, we can, we can set the table and you can Mm -hmm. get a feel for it. Um, and then there are, you know, you can always, and I'll give you all the links. You can reach mm-hmm. out and have a conversation with mm-hmm. 
schedule time with me. It's my calendar. I'll give you the link. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just have a chat, right? Because in the book we talk, I, I use the analogy of mm-hmm. a Rubik's cube. Right. Which I think could about never, our, ever do. <laughs> our, our business, right? It's, it's just, it's a puzzle. And mm-hmm. But we have all the pieces right. more often than not, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of twisting and turning and mm-hmm. getting things aligned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we get part of it. <gasps> wow. But there's still all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're really trying to help make sure that we get all of the pieces mm-hmm. aligned to do what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do to add value. Mm-hmm. I am very available and easy to find on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It Search me by Lisa L Levy, mm-hmm. which is why it's L cubed, which is why it's L cubed. <laughs> um, the website is L cubed mm-hmm. or Lisa L Levy.com. Mm-hmm. It all starts with a conversation mm-hmm. and we can then go through, you know, a quick assessment to get mm-hmm. an understanding of your business kind of strategically, operationally, mm-hmm. tactically, what's mm-hmm. happening with your people process technology and I will give you actionable intelligence, mm-hmm. whether or not we do work together, but mm-hmm. through kind of our conversation and our assessment, I will hopefully, you know, I will give insights that mm-hmm. anybody can use and, and take to their business and add some value. Right. You know, and actually, I think now is the perfect time to be doing all of this because we're having to redo it. So yeah. why not make sure that we're doing it correctly so that we really can go forward? It's a really nice little sanity check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Well, again, you're at lcubedconsulting.com. So it makes it really easy. Just think of the three L's. So lcubedconsulting.com. You know, this really has been fascinating. And we'll have to do this again when we're back to normal. Right. There's no normal. We, we know that. I tell people it's normal. It's the new normal. And, the new normal. Um, you know, and, and that only lasts for a while anyway. But we'll have to chat again. To, to go through and, and really see, you know, how people are surviving, you know, and, and, and what's now. And, and so, you know, maybe in, in, you know, six to eight months, we'll, we'll do this again. Um, but until then, do you have any final thoughts for, for everybody? You know, I guess my final thought is it really, is, we can go beyond survival. We can mm-hmm. adapt and thrive. Mm-hmm. Businesses are doing it. Businesses mm-hmm. did it through 2020. Mm-hmm. And that idea of agility and leadership mm-hmm. is that is that crystal magical thing. Mm-hmm. And if we can, if we can lead from that place authentically, where we really are willing to consider that tomorrow is going to be different from today, mm-hmm. um, we can do just about anything we want with our businesses. I love it. I love it. Well, I've been having a wonderful discussion with Lisa L. Levy. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.